Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, prep your sleep timers and pack your playlists or do the opposite thing. Because I'm going to, uh, girl, I'm about to bore you down because uh, it's time for sleep with me. And speaking of laying down, uh, as we do on this show, I'm happy to welcome our new sponsor, Casper Mattresses. And just in case you don't know, Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses. And they kind of they sell them at a fraction of the cost of the mattresses you would buy in a store. Uh, since they sell them direct to you, not only do you get they get delivered to your house, you get to try it in your house for a hundred days. Uh, so you don't have to lie there with some salesperson looking at you. You got a hundred days uh, with their painless returns to to test the mattress out. And Casper mattresses are the only ones with a combination of premium latex and memory foam. If you want to support Sleep With Me podcast and get a wonderful brand new mattress, all you need to do is go to casper.com slash dolls, D-U-L-L-Z. And you also have to make sure to put in the promo code when you go to check out dolls. So you have to go to that website and also type in dolls. But when you do, you get $50 off the price of the mattress. So get a comfortable thing to sleep in, support the show, and get it sent to, I think the best part is it gets sent straight to your house. I, I honestly can't think anything more wonderful than that. So if you're looking at a new bed, go to casper.com slash dolls. Use our promo code dolls for $50 off. And let's get on to the show. Thanks. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. Uh, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do as a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. We'll do the rest. And what I'm going to do is try to carve out a safe place here. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. And I'm going to use uh, wings of pointlessness, uh, senseless nonsense, uh, creaky tones, tones on the creaky side of dulcet uh, to distract you from whatever it is that's got you up tossing and turning, whether it's your body, your mind, the past or the future, or just something you're feeling right now in the present. I want to take your mind off of that. And the, the, the best way I know how is to just make an intro that seems to go on. It gives you, it's like opportunity one to say, well, it's this intro. It feels more like a Bortro. And I would say, well, I said, that's not quite, I, I usually I try to, I wouldn't use something that that boring. And you might say, this is an intro? And I said, well, you know, it's a kind of uh, introduction to the podcast. I'm going to, you know, talk about how the podcast works for a little bit. Maybe talk about why I do the podcast tonight and kind of welcome in. Like I said, I'm trying to create a safe place where not only you feel welcome, uh, but all the other stuff that's going on, I want to I want to bring all that attention in too. I know, for me, I'm an overthinker, and a, a worrier, and I have a lot of anxiety. You know, people tell me I'm I have neuroses, uh, but then I well I say well I'd pretty I I'd rather be delusional about those if you don't mind. And then people say no 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 we find them you know, so uh, I call them brain bots. I just say well it's just general you know. Hey, Doc, you know, save, save the cures for, for someone that wants to be healthy. You know, I, I'll just call them brain bots and, you know, you could still bill me because I got to, you know, talk to my insurance company. 
Uh, but no, I'm kidding. I mean, but I do, I'm not kidding about the brain bots. I say, I, now for you, it might be pain bots. It might be, no, you know, noisy neighbors, or you might be someplace unfamiliar, whatever it is. Like I said, I want to, I want to make you feel at ease and as welcome. I mean, this is a strange, uh, strange relationship I'm asking you to enter into. But I'll tell you the good news in one second, because uh, you know that might be too strong a word. And you know, but but I also want to bring in the rest of you parts that are maybe worried, or protective, or just looking for certainty in the deep dark night. That's what I find. That's where most of my mistakes come from. I say, geez, if I could just have some certainty here. I mean, I guess I don't realize I'm acting that way. Till you know the consequences have already. And I said, well, how can you be be you know be sure certain the bridge is burned? You know, I just got to make sure the bridges are burned all the way down, and I'm certain. You know. Uh, you know, I, I just wish when I was doing it that, you know, thinking was that clear, which, you know, but what do you, you live and you learn? And I don't know, pithy sayings like that, those are the kind of things that echo through your head at bedtime. And I guess mistakenly, it's my job to kind of take your mind away from all those pithy sayings, you know, that, you know, 110%. I think that's maybe one of the top phrases when you lie down that says, hey, this is if you just give it 110% tomorrow, uh, you know, maximum efficiency, all everything, you know, you know what, that would do, everything will be fixed. Or, you know, they say stuff like, well, if you didn't do this, this, and this in the past, which is impossible to change, you know, we wouldn't be in this mess. And sorry, I got to call it a mess. I'm just trying to be helpful. And you say, well, wait, wait. Are you talking about what I do with my taco trucks? Because what I do with my taco trucks, I'm trying to go to bed here. I got a conference call tomorrow, and I'm worried about that, not about the taco trucks. Is that what you're shaming me about? And this is now this is my intervention here, where I come in and I kind of try to start distracting, because uh, then your brain bots are like, he knows we're talking about the taco trucks. It's not working. And I say, hey, you guys talking about Billy's taco trucks, what he did with them when he was a little kid? Hey, come on over here. And he said, that's a great idea to kind of use those because that was really impactful. For me, it was Lincoln Logs, believe it or not. And it actually, believe it or not, it wasn't even the Lincoln Logs. It was a Lincoln Log container. And I guess this is going to become a personal, you know, a little personal metaphor, a metaphor based on personal experience to try to explain the podcast which is another technique I use, kind of called, you know, connecting the dots, but not in numerical order. You say, well, that was supposed to be a pigeon. Uh, what's, with, what's with all the jagged lines? And I say, well, excuse me, uh, you know, I'm using a different metaphor right now, and I, I think I almost forgot it. Uh, but hey, you, 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 all you brain bots and pain bots, come in here. I got to tell, I got to tell you a little story, but you know, you know, embarrassing story. Because uh, I know you're worried about all those your Tonka truck toys and all that, but you wouldn't believe how big time I screwed up on the night of a big Bugs Bunny uh, cartoon special with the, not the Lincoln Logs, which were a toy uh, probably my grandparents played with. I don't know if we actually had any Lincoln Logs, but we had an empty Lincoln Log container. Because uh, I remember I got curious. They said, I wonder if this Lincoln Log container could hold water. And, you know, when I have a bad idea, I usually like to rope one of my siblings into it. So I think I wrote my brother Carl into it. And I, I don't know how I proposed it to him. But I said, hey, what if we fill up all of the containers for our toys with water and see which of them can hold water and which of them can't? 
And it turns out, at least from a parent's perspective, that's a terrible, a terrible experiment to conduct. And whether you conduct it on the tile uh, floor in your bedroom or the carpet in the in the connecting room, there's really no you know scientific method in water. And parents, and I said, well, it's just curious. I guess I didn't have the uh, the vocabulary to say, yeah, it's just curious. And so my poor parents came down to check in us, maybe let us know that it was dinner time. And I think whichever the first parent arrived, they kind of just short-circuited. And they saw about, now, I think they used this later in a movie, but this uh, but this wasn't a movie. And they, they saw all these containers of various sizes, most made of cardboard, which, you know, you say, geez, well, they never taught me that in school, that cardboard would deteriorate. It's not meant to hold water. Uh, so I think the first parent, which maybe was my mom, or I don't know, you know, just came down, looked at it, and then went upstairs and said, okay, you better go down there because I can't handle this. And then the next parent went down, and then their mind was also blown. And then they said, okay, well, there's no, not going to be any uh, Bugs Bunny uh, holiday special or whatever we were waiting to do. And it just also happened to be one of those nights in the summer or something when the sun was still out. And, and, and it, I, I don't remember cleaning. I guess, what you know, probably just grabbed They said, hey, you'll have to clean this up. And then maybe we wait, you know, dumped the containers into the tub and then waited and then said, okay, let's grab all the clean towels. That'll get it really, that'll sop up the rest of the water and things. But, you know, you know. Eventually we went to bed, and, and I guess you know I'm glad I got all your brain bias attention because I don't know if you can see the moral of the story was hey, these kids were just curious, and the one poor younger brother kind of got, and I say well if they you know maybe maybe you brain bots instead of thinking about the past and whatever Billy did with the stock of trucks or what little Andy did with cardboard tubes that aren't meant to hold water. You know, it could have been a budding scientist. I don't know if I had the, you know, gray matter for science, uh, but I could be an experiment, pin, you know, pitch experiments to scientists. Well, geez, you know, why don't you fill, can't you fill everything in the lab with water and see what happens? And then, well, actually, I did, and the scientists, you know, they always sigh. Uh, but that's, you know, so so that's what I say. These kids were just playing around. Uh, whatever Billy was doing with those Tonka trucks, it's way in the past. And as a matter of fact, these Lincoln Logs and Tonka trucks and cardboard tubes, you know, most of that stuff, I don't want to, you know, it's not, it's the past for a lot of people. Say, some people don't barely remember it or don't know what it is. And I realize all, all you're trying to do is help Billy and protect him. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I got this special skill. It's a, I, I call it a, uh, sometimes I call it a relationship for your human, but your human can just, they don't, and all of you wonderful brain bots, none of you have to pay attention to me. Now I'm going to do my best to keep you brain bots so entertained, because uh, not only will I be telling something similar to a story, but I, you know, I'm not too good at it, so you can keep an eye on me, and maybe you could all sit together. Yeah, oh wow, you're already doing it. Wow, yeah, just sit right there. And keep your eyes on me, because uh, I'm like one of those magicians where you're like, is he really inept magician, or is that part of his routine? And you say, well, this isn't bad. Either way, it's not bad. And your human will be the kind of the parent in the back. I mean, and I know you do the real parenting. Let's be honest. I know. I know brain bots. But the deal for the relationship with them, with them is they can just kick back, and I'll be here kind of keep, keeping you all entertained. 
and but they can kind of listen to my, you know, magical routine and i know we can all do it in air quotes brain bots of course you know uh that i don't know you know but you're human i'll be like well this kind of but they'll also kind of be able to drift away in in into a detached place and, and ideally they'll fall asleep and you know we'll all be here and i'll be kind of going on the whole time for all of you how's that sound Okay, great. I, you know, I have some of those handkerchief things and a plastic thumb to stick them in somewhere. I got to go through my bag. Let me just check in with the uh, human first here. Well, hey, human being and Billy, the, those tanker trucks. I don't know what you did with them, so don't worry. And totally, if I did know, nothing to worry about. It's everybody, you know, it's just time, you know. Don't worry about it. It was in the past. But how's that sound to you, humans? I'm going to kind of tell a story. You can kind of listen to it. I'll try to keep all the other parts you kind of engaged because, you know, you get excited about it. I say, hey, well, come on in. Come on in. Join the uh, safe place here in the deep, dark night. And that's the deal. I'll go on for about 45, 50 more minutes. You can tune in. If you get up to go to the bathroom, you can turn the podcast on. You can put a sleep timer on. You could set a playlist and listen to a bunch of them back to back. Whatever works for you. And I know this is a strange show. It's a strange idea. A little different a sensibility that doesn't fit everybody. But if you're here and you're with me this far, maybe I've distracted you. Maybe I've gotten your mind off of stuff. Maybe I've elicited a giggle. More likely I've, you know, I've, you know, elicited a puzzled or quizzical look, you know, or just, you know, your eyes did that thing. Like, hmm. But that's what I'm going to do. I want to help you fall asleep and take your mind off stuff. And I'm glad you're here. I hope you try this a couple of times to see if it works for you. If it doesn't, you can email me. I, I could try to find something else to help you find something else. Uh, but mostly, I really respect the fact that you said, hey, let me try this out to go to sleep. Let me give this a little test run. So I'm glad you're here. Thanks for stopping by. And I really hope and yearn that I can help you fall asleep. And I just want to remind everyone and thank Casper for sponsoring this episode of Sleep With Me, something I've been really working hard to make happen. And I'm excited, 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 because uh, they think this is a great opportunity. This is something I've heavily researched. So this is going to be a great fit. And if you if you want to do it, uh, so if, you, if you're thinking about buying a mattress, do, do me a favor, do yourself a favor, go to casper.com slash dulls, D-U-L-L-Z. And you can get a premium mattress at a fraction of a price. As we know in this podcast, everyone deserves a good night's sleep. And you can get 50 bucks off. Uh, just go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash dulls, D-U-L-L-Z, and then put in the offer code dulls. All right, thank you for listening, and thanks to Casper for sponsoring the show. All right, housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on the website, the show notes and stuff. You can email me feedback at Sleep With Me Podcast at Dear Scooter on Twitter. We got a Facebook page, Sleep With Me Podcast. I uh, believe it or not, we also have other stuff that comes out during the week. So, Sleep With Me Podcast comes out Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday. A version of Sleep With Me Podcast called Sleep to Strange comes out on Monday and Wednesday nights. And that's an older Sleep With Me episode without any intro or music. If you just like strange stories only. And then also on Sundays is a remixed episode every week. Well, it's been every week for a long time, but 
of a game of drones. So those are also in iTunes. If you need even more stuff than the main show or you don't like intros or you just like Game of Thrones, whatever it is, try to keep all your sleep needs in mind. Uh, we've got, uh, I want to thank Chris Bosey Bosterson from Sounds Like an Earful. He edits the shows. He does our music. He's got a podcast, Sounds Like an Earful. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our honor, on our artwork. And we have a Facebook group, com slash nods, N-O-D-S. And I want to thank Rachel L to the G, Lydle Y, Julie C, Jennifer B, Alexandra and Laura, who moderate over there. I want to thank Latitude, who does our subreddit. Over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash reddit, which always sounds like a ribbit to me. And I think that's it for the actual show stuff. Hello everyone, this is your narrator. Welcome to another episode of Get Bessos. And as the episode opens, we see uh, we see an expanse of ground. And it seems to be, I mean, we, I guess you could make a few assumptions if you haven't listened to this. It could be Martian ground. It could be canyon desert ground but in this case it's the ground of a place called hell uh technically hell 2.0 re- you know reinvention of hell and in the center of this ground you can see a stick being traced across and it's some sort of a building is going on and at first the scale is unclear what we see as we start to look there's a tower in the center uh, with things all around it, a much lower level. And soon it becomes clear that the tower is made from two uh, tin cans formerly containing a generic version of Hawaiian punch and topped off by an upside-down two-liter with its uh, spout removed, which look you know, a bit, bit like a bubble or, or something in uh, a tubular bubble. And the strange sunlight and lava flickering flickers off the greenish hue of the uh, bottle, which once contained a generic version of Sprite or 7-Up or Sierra Mist, depending on what your preference is for a citrus-flavored, non-caffeinated beverage. But in a place like hell, those are luxuries that are very hard to come by, even generic versions of we what we consider every day, you know, stuff you might drink if you, you know, said well, if you've given up, or you, you know, you love a sparkling lemon lime flavor of uh, Arctic, whatever misty mist, misty lime or whatever they would call it. Uh, around the tower, if we start to look, it seems like some concentric rings radiating out of it, and not too far. Two overturned. I don't know if they're boxes. I think one looked like him. I don't know if they had had one between episodes. If they had consumed some graham crackers, uh, but but one looks like an upside down graham cracker box. And you start to get a fake, fake, uh, sense of this is a city. Uh, in that one side, there's little rocks and stuff that look like they could be buildings, and straight lines radiating out of it. Uh, or it could be a map, and we see the, the, the stick tracing and, and a man building, and that man, as many of you may or may not know, is Jeff Bissos, uh, former founder of Amazon.com, a temporary 
uh, head of logistics for hell. And then now he's trying to pick up the pieces with his two friends, I would say, as the narrator. Uh, James Cashpenny and Richard Warren Sears. And Jeff seems very studious as he's marking the things. And we've arrived just in time because now he's clapping his hands and rubbing them together and setting his stick down. And and that's that's it. This is this is the Epcot uh, guys. Epcot. Okay. What what does Epcot stand for again? Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. Oh, uh, Walt Disney's Epcot, and this was the the, the what, what what uh Mr. Disney and his team. This is my best approximation of what it would have looked like. Uh, Jif, uh, experimental and prototype. Uh, that's a d- double. That's that means the same thing. I I, I think R.W. I don't think it does. Uh, yes, it does. And speaking of Walt Disney, he was the experimental prototype for you, Jeff. He used to drive me. He's a nincompoop. James, remember when I used to read the papers about Disney? Oh boy, I'm surprised we never. Cro- How can we never cross paths with him, James? Uh, R.W., we, we really don't have time. Okay, Jeff. Uh, okay, Jeff. Uh, uh, so this is Epcot. The, the the this is the one they built. No no no, they built the Epcot Center. We could talk about that. That'll take forever though. I, I mean, this was the. I guess the, technically, this was the. This is a model of the prototype, of the the model of the prototype. Uh, the model of the model prototype of the experimental prototype community of tomorrow. Oh boy, and Jif. So, but they built this and they tested this out. No, no, no. So they built Epcot Center, which I could draw that for you guys. Basically what that is, it's a a theme park, kind of like where they're going to have Skiffy, but it was supposed to be a combination of, uh, I don't know, when Walt Disney passed on, he had hoped to build this, and then they said, well, let's figure out a way to do this and make some money. And our cities are doing just fine. Why would we need an experimental prototype city of tomorrow? When we have the cities we, we have today, and I think maybe they said, well, let's move out of the city. Let's get people out of the cities uh, to the land that we hold that we could sell, you know, and develop it for the people to move to. Oh, they, they said, oh, because Disney was trying to bring people back to the urban centers. Uh, but in some sense, by creating a sanitized uh, newer. Anyway, guys, I, I, Okay, t- tell me what they built so I can kind of better understand what we're talking about here. Okay, so they built the Epcot Center, I think it was called. I don't know originally. I, 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 may, I was more interested in the city of tomorrow. But I did visit Epcot Center with my, my, my twin brother's family a few times. And it's a fun place. But they had developed it into, two, it was kind of like two theme parks, Future World in World Showcase, and the future world it featured a giant geodesic, uh, d- not a dome, a sphere. Uh, Jeff, can you give us the shorter version of this? Because it seems that this, uh, James, did are we already in the, is this what the mirror prison's going to be like? Uh, no, R.W., that's what I'm afraid of. It'll lack this. And then, R.W., as far as I know, if we get stuck in the mirror prison, you'll be you'll be pining for the day you could be listening to Jif talking about Epcot Center for hours at a time. 
Oh, God, so should I enjoy I, but it's not possible for me to enjoy listening to Jif right now. All right, RW, I'm trying to focus on what Jif is saying to see if we can glean any information about this utopia. So there could be some important things in there. Uh, doubtful, and I'm paying double attention, so don't worry. Okay, Jif, go on. Okay, so I had a giant silver and purple dome with a ride about communications and then there was a ride about the world of motion, which talked about automobiles. Uh, which ride featured the beauty of retail and the contributions of uh, Richard Warren Sears and James Cash Penny? I don't, I don't know, R.W. I mean, they had stuff about newspapers. Then they had a ride called Horizons, which was about the future and Horizons... It's funny they have a lot of retail because then they had one about energy and fossil fuels. I'm trying to think what else. And then one about the land and growing plants. And then one about the seas and then one about imagination. But there was retail everywhere. So in some sense. Okay, I in Disney was buying this. Well, the Disney company, I think maybe one of his siblings. I, I don't know. Like I said, I was more interested in the actual city. That's what I'm trying to say. But you guys, okay, go on to the showcase because I love, I love a showcase. And I could definitely glean some information. Well, so although it was a bit like a World's Fair, how, how's that for an example? Uh, keep going, please. And so though all those pavilions featured things about the technology that makes our that's going to make our future. It's just, a, I guess, a little bit of I feel a little forlorn now talking about it. And then there was also, the, then you travel through the future, I guess, into an idealized present, uh, which was this beautiful lagoon surrounded by different Again, World's Fair-esque pavilions about different countries, and it was quite nice. There was Mexico, Japan, uh, Norway at some point, I think they put in there, uh, China, I think on the other side was Canada and the UK and France and Germany and Italy. This is sounding very European, Jif. Well, uh, yeah, I guess they did have a European side, and they put the Canadians in there. Uh, Germany... Italy. No, Japan, I think, was out there. With and then was there was an American thing, of course. Amer and they had a beautiful thing with Mark Twain and Ben Franklin. I would be surprised if you guys got mentioned in there. But I oh, it was it was a glorious show. It was like a musical with a mo movie. Okay, please don't. I I do not appreciate either one of those two. Unless, or do, do you think they referred to me? I, I don't know. I don't remember. But again, they did sell things there. So, re, you know, is influenced by it. Well, they didn't have any catalogs, though. There wasn't any catalog-based sales. And it was mostly, to, you know, stuff, sundries or tourism-related things. Oh, but now I think about it, at some point, a large uh, Japanese uh, department store did open up in the Japan Pavilion, so you could go there and do plenty of shows. Oh, okay. 
And was it called, was it based on any of my principles, R.W.'s principles? Oh, no, I wrote that after I'd passed. Uh, but, but you could travel through the different countries. You could eat foods. Morocco, that was another country that I almost forgot. It was, it was lovely there. Great food. Uh, you could learn a little bit about the culture, spend money. That was, you know, and uh, usually you could see a little show or two, and it would be based, you know, maybe influenced. I wouldn't say... You know, this is a theme park, so it's not exactly uh, a bastion of cultural sensitivity or insensitivity. You know, more like like a, a textbook you'd have in a grammar school, I guess. Okay, so they took this city with this tower you've made in the circles, and they made it into a park that's nothing like it. Uh, exactly, and it's a but it's a lovely place. A lot of walking. Did I tell you they have a monorail that goes there? And originally here, let's if we come back to the experimental prototype, the proto, the model of the pro, model of the prototype of the experimental prototype community of tomorrow, you'll see on my version there's no uh, transit uh, because the the people that built this city. You know, they wouldn't need it. And, and now this is just, this is the Disney version because I don't know what they've actually built in the earth uh, that exists today. So so all I know is that city is based on this model, but I haven't seen it for myself. Uh, it, uh, what is this? Uh, and uh, what is this place called, Jif? Uh, this is Epcot. Epcot. I. Uh, this is Epcot. Uh, experimental. This is the prototype. So, Jif. Uh, Jif, how, how do you know all this? Uh, Jif, wait, R.W., hold, hold on one question. Because he, he's obsessed with Epcot, he said. Oh, right, right. I mean, I was talking. Okay, anyway, R.W., hold, hold on. Uh, so somehow they've taken this model or something like it. They've based the, the last, so the last city, well, I'd call it, it's more of a civilization. It, it seems like from all I can gather, it's uh, quite it's it's quite big. I'd call it a megal- megalopolis. Uh, maybe even I guess in some sense it would be a city state if there was anything else you know de- delineated as different from. Okay, so it's a massive city like New York City, so, something very massive, a bit huge, huge city based on something like this. I think so, based on the design principles and some other. You know, I think they have some other. I, I think. And as far as we can tell, Jeff, this is some sort of near utopia is what you what you your best guess. Well, I think so because no one's coming in, right? This is a city and it must be functional. I have no reason to believe it's populated by angels. I, I I'm I'm almost a hundred percent sure it's populated by human beings. And also, Skiffy went out to, to try to. He, once he knew his, he he tried to take his skiff out on the River Styx, and we confirmed that there are still people crossing over. They're just not being directed to to hell. And as far as we could, Skiffy could tell, they're being directed to to, to to you know. Oh, so all everyone coming in is being all the intakes are being directed limbo and above. I think I don't even know if there's any limbos. Uh, but I'm not sure. Okay, this is incredibly. How, how, well, we've well, you guys have been gone for a long time, so we've been really looking into this. Like, uh, 
Okay, okay, everybody quiet down, you two, because this is ridiculous. There's human beings in here, and everyone knows there's no such thing as utopia or a near-utopia GIF. It's experimental prototype community of nincompoops, if you ask me. RW's got to be right, Jeff. They, they can't be p- perfect. This it can't be perfect. You can it? I I don't I don't see how. I mean, it's you, you can't. I'll tell you. This is exactly what we're looking for. There's probably some sort of. This is like some nice blanket over a dirty seat, and there's probably a, a damned torrent of sinners just waiting to be released. They're hiding them from plain view. Or trying to cheat the system like Gorbelly did. And whatever uh, whatever this place is called, we just gotta go in there and do a little poking around and we'll release the damned. The dam of the damned. Did you guys get that? Uh, this is a tale as old as time. And somewhere hidden in a secret corner of this utopia, if it's not a, a backlog that they're hiding from plain sight, then it's some sort of We all know how this goes. It's either fear or some sort of totalitarian control, trying to keep things hidden and keep things in control. Probably some sort of buffoon like you, Jeff, thinking, oh, using logistics. And also, so we just got to go in there and shake things up. And everyone gather around, it's time for RW to drop it. You know, what kind of keepers of hell would we be if we can't go out there and protect the free will of the people that choose to throw it away? Okay, RW, I don't understand. They think you were going for something there. I didn't just spend however many friggin' years chasing around little devils with the Horn of Jethro, trying to de-exist them in the previous sinners of Earth, and, you know, whatever ravaging Earth, trying to rid it of evil, just so people would lose their choice to make mistakes. That's what I mean, free will. Ah, reasonable mistakes, of course you mean, R.W. You know what I mean, James. R.W.'s right, everybody, and I can see you all looking at me again. And looking at RW because of his great plan and Jeff's wonderful model. And he's, I, I don't know. I think, I mean, I think we owe it to hell to look into it. I just don't understand why we can't get a, get a call into heaven to just double check with them before we go. Uh, but, 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 okay, what, what's, we need to know, like, what do they believe? What was their uh, cultural, you know, value system, Jif? Do you know any of these things? What, what is it? What do they call themselves? What are they? What, what's, what's the name of their city? If it's not Ep, is it Epcot? Uh, I, I guess I might have It's called Bessos. Okay, what did you just say? It's it's called Bessos R.W. Oh, my gracious goodness. You, you, you the na- they named their utopia Biznos. That's the worst name I've ever heard. No, Bessos. Biz, Bessos? Like Bessos, Jif. Oh, if I knew it was going to be this easy, R.W., they, they named it Bessos after me. Okay, oh boy, why, what, Nincompoop, uh, how, how is it named after you? 
Or they rewrite the history books or something. Uh, well, yeah, it's just strange. I guess, uh, okay, R.W., it's, Jeff, it's, it's named Bessos. Yeah, they even, I guess they even used my letters of my name for that. I think they have their value systems based on my name, kind of like Epcot. It's kind of cool. Uh, it's kind of cool. Uh, uh, what is their value system, Jeff? And uh, well, I I guess they they I think they somehow accessed so somehow they accessed some servers where I had some uh, I, I I guess I had done when I was studying when I was a more studious lad. I used to wonder about this Epcot and if it could become a true utopia, as an actual model for cities in the U.S. and across the globe. And I took some of Disney's principles, and I put a, thought about the efficiencies, and I thought about the real causes of crime, and I, I actually ran all these models that said, you know, if if we actually tried to, to do something, it would solve things. And I'm like, okay, oh my goodness, my stomach is is a stomach ache in hell. Is anyway, I don't know if I've ever had one this bad. And so I guess they, it's Bessos. So they say beauty, equality, service, other, self. Bessos. And do they have any statues of you there, Jeff? Well, I don't know, R.W. I've never... It, it, it's a, okay, please stop blubbering, Jeff. I wish they would have just called it Jeff. And hopefully me and, me and James are going to go into this Bessos. And we're going to presumably get Bessos. Uh, James and I'll go in there. We'll shake things up. We'll, you know, just like a tree full of birds. You grab it, you shake it, the birds fly out. We'll find the sinners. We'll just, uh, we can access this Bessos, correct? Uh, I th yeah, yeah, I don't see why it'd be a problem. R.W., I'm just worried that things seem to be going very, what if we just go there and observe or not go there and just wait a couple, what if we just wait to hear from, from upstairs, you know, I don't know if we need to take it. A rash action is exactly what we need to be taking here, James. Uh, obviously, Jif with his book learning uh, and his uh, pie in the sky and the freaking archetype for idiocy, his hero here, Mr. Epcot. Uh, Jif, how many times can you screw up hell? That's my question. Because uh, I just... Well, R.W. actually, it's it's. I think it's in like the one of the finest places humans have ever lived. No offense, and there's no sinners coming in, and it's the only functional community on the entire planet Earth with that's living in any advanced manner. The whole rest of the planet is just on survival mode, and is uh, so 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 it's kind of an important place. Uh, it's important. Sounds to me like a delusion of corruption. Uh, with some sort of shiny surface with your stupid tower. Is there this stupid tower? Please don't kick my tower. Uh, I'm just going to kick it. Please don't kick my tower. Okay, I don't need to kick it because I'm going to go there and I'm going to shake. Is there an actual... Oh, you don't know. You're just so busy. Did you send any notes there, Jif? Okay, RW, calm down. Uh, we'll go. What if we just go there and we see what we can learn? Do they accept people to come? Co they have to accept people to come in somehow, right? I, I don't know. I, I guess I don't know. I don't know. I'm just not convinced. Then, Jeff, what do you think? I think you guys should go there for sure. I think you should go and you should look into it like RW says. Maybe not so rashly, though.
And so they get, the guys, they seem to be discussing, they keep on discussing, uh, you know, just as we really should go. And then they go back. And this is the narrator. I'm just trying to save you. They go back and forth, it seemed like, for a while. And it almost seemed like they were purposely talking in circles. And I was, wasn't quite sure of it at first. Uh, but then I finally noticed, you know, some of the giants, they seem to be playing different games. Uh, a lot of it involved, I guess, the giant. It, it was distracting, actually, even. So, so well, they were playing, like, games like they throw the gi- other giant as high as they can. But then they always catch the other giants. And at some point, even R.W. got distracted by that. Cause he see, and then he went over to yell at them. And then he went over to Yelton and he said, oh, boy, you, you don't know, you know, you don't know how to throw a giant. And he was telling them, and right when he walked off, it seemed that Jif, Jif and James, they kind of ran off by themselves. So let's listen in to what they're talking about. They're huddled up. Uh, listen, James, uh, I, 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 listen, Jif, I just want to tell you, thank you. Okay, well, I just want to tell you that I think... I just want to tell you, I think setting RW like loose on this utopia, even if we guys don't find any sinning, he's going to inevitably cause some sinning, you know, just by being himself. So I think I think it'll be work great no matter what I think. Okay, Jeff, but we really should talk about, uh, I mean, thank you for setting this up and getting it done. I think you might have overdone it, though. I thought it was, I told you to just try to find some way to save humanity. Well, yeah, Mister Penny, this is this is the last bastion of civilization that we know about, and we were able to save so much and archive so much human knowledge, and all these people are benefiting from. Well, Jif, it seems like maybe you messed. Did you? Well, I, James, you said whatever you do, you, that's what you told me. I, I know, Jeff, but I was just thinking it would be like a small village, you know, or it couldn't, no, I couldn't distribute. I, I looked into distributing smaller communities across it. This is the most habitable place on earth right now. It's the most, wait till you see it. If Walt Disney, I mean, I wish I could go there and see it. I can only imagine how sweet it's going to be. Well, if it's that sweet, Jeff, maybe we shouldn't go. Like, maybe we should Maybe we should leave it alone if it's the last bastion of humanity. And you and I kind of muckied about setting it up. Well, James, we, we had to. You said you left me then. Yeah, we. I mean, we, I, I'm just worried, Jeff, that we're, we're toying about uh, toying more than... We've already toyed with the future of humanity. Well, I'm just saying at this point, if it's going well... No, James, you need to go. You you have to go there. Uh, we have to go there? Uh, please, please go there. And please just look into things. And also... Uh, what is it, Jeff? You're making that talking noise without any sound. Uh, well, the thing is, uh, I, I've been there somewhat, I've, I've been there somewhat recently, kind of, within the last uh, 18 to 22 years. Oh, boy. What do you mean, Jeff? Well, I have a, I have a child there. I haven't met the child, so I haven't been there that, that recently. 
Uh, but my child sent me a message that they were in trouble, so you have to go there. Okay, so we were messing around with humanity, saving humanity, and you were also messing around with humanity. I uh, know I felt, I felt, well, kind of in love. I, I haven't kept, I mean, I, yeah. I, uh, James, it's like the end of the world. It's a, you know, I was out, I've been in, been down here in the heck for a long time. And I met someone as I tried, you know, because I, I wanted to check in. And most of the time I was checking in from afar. But things happen. I don't want to, please don't make me explain myself. Well, I don't want you to explain in detail anything. But you had a child. I mean, Jif. I mean, technically you're still a human, but you're like the manager of hell. And you went, oh boy, we are in so much trouble here if that sabbatical ever ends. Uh, so you you have a child in this world and they're in trouble. That's what you're trying to say. Without If I, if I don't think about all the other stuff. Yeah, they just got a, a message to me. And it just said, Father, come come save me. But obviously I can't go because they'll recognize me, you know. There's, sta there's statues of me. Edge, if you didn't capitalize on your fame as a... No, no, no. I mean, not not directly. Uh, but, but there's... So I can't go back there, otherwise I'd go. And what can you tell me about your child? Well, I don't know, James. I, I really don't know. Other than that they're in trouble, they said... So you don't know if you have a son or a daughter? Uh, no. You didn't think to go, what would you, would you, well, no, we had a baby, it was a, it was a hard breakup, so I figured I wouldn't go back for a few generations unless I had to. You know, my heart, my heart was broken, James. Your heart was broken. What about, there's someone carrying your child in a whole nother, well, yeah, but I'm here. They were in a sustainable a community full of joy and happiness. All right, Jeff, this is... But now we have to go. That's what you're saying. Yes, you have to go back. Uh, great. Uh, don't worry, Jeff. I'm just, it's just a lot to process, and I'm just picturing you, and I don't want to do that. And I'm a little disappointed in you, Jeff. You could have at least done. James, I, I, I helped design the experimental, the actual community for tomorrow. Not even a, it's not even a prototype. It's the community of today at some point. Okay, Jeff, you did great. You saved humanity, presumably, but you put, you know, I guess hard to, uh, why are you looking at me like that, Jeff? Um, he's looking at you because I'm standing here. Oh, hey, buddy, when, when did you get here to stand? Uh, just in time to hear about how this nincompoop is so busy. I don't know, I heard, I, I, I. I know everything. Oh, you do, buddy? About how Jeff screwed everything up? Uh, yeah, I think we already went through this, Jeff. Uh, nice job on screwing up humanity. And you, uh, Jeff Wynn tried to save humanity, didn't he, James? You got involved in this in more, in more ways than he's just acting before. And, of course, he went and screwed it up because any good humanist knows, unlike Jeff, that uh, suffering is the key to human happiness. And you try, what did you create a city with no suffering or something in attempt? Well, no, RW, I just created, created a city 
It's a, just, you, 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 I'm sure it's, I sure I messed it up. You're right. I'm sure there's sinners somewhere, and you're going to fix it all. Uh, darn right I am. All right, well, I've, I've had enough of this discussion, James. Uh, we should get moving. All right, everybody, gather around. Uh, uh, Chiron, we'll be taking, you got the horsemen ready to take us back to Earth. Uh, uh, yes, Mr. Penny, we will be ready. Chiron, you sound a little different. Is your hair in some sort of ponytail? Ah, uh, yes, it is, Mr. Benny. Oh, you're so smooth. But so, the horsemen are ready to take us into back into Earth. Yes. Uh, and Jiff, you have directions to this place. Oh yeah, James. Everything's ready to go. We got water. We have food. I mean, it'll be a long journey. And Chiron and them left. The last last few days will be on foot. Oh boy. Uh, well, I guess it doesn't matter for me and James, but for the poor, well, the horsemen. Yeah, you guys will be fine. You don't need a, the, the amount of water a human would need to carry, but you still have to stay hydrated. So do the horsemen. It's just a different level of hydration and hunger. And they'll be so happy to run, and you know it, it's going to be great. All right, well, all right, everybody. Well, R.W. and I guess going back to Earth again. To, we're going to go down to this Bessos, this town, that Jif, uh, this Bessos place, and we're going to get it. We're going to get it. Oh, boy, we're going to get it good. We are going to take, don't worry, everyone with your long faces and your unused Bidens and giants, I want you to get a furious look on your faces because soon your buddy RW is going to be back with a ton of people. And we're going to pack this place to the gills. And we're going to have, and we're not going to mess anything up like Jeff's, oh, RW is going to act all nutty. Uh, no, soon we will just have a steady flow of imperfect humans that made terrible decisions coming back in here. And then when the sabbatical's over, they'll see what a great job we're doing here. And everyone's going to keep their job. No one's going to a heavenly version of the Dusseldorf Zoo. And I am not being, as much as I would like to follow in the footsteps of General Zod, it would be in the ones, not not, not that part of the movie part. All right, so everyone will be back. No, Yeah, everybody, do, no long faces. We'll be back soon. All right, Chiron, let's mount up. And all right, everybody, this is probably a good time to stop here as the James Cash, Benny, Richard Warren, Sears, and the the Horsemen of uh, Hell, I guess, technically, or one of the circles. And I, I don't know. If Dante won't text me back, I, I don't know. The, 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 those those horse type guys, they're gonna ride them back to Earth. So, I uh, want you get some rest. And it sounds like a transitory. They're gonna be in tra not tra transitory part. Uh, so you just lie back, all right? Let's do some thank yous. Good night. I want to thank uh, our new Patreon supporters, Elisa H., good night. Paul P., good night. Andrew M., good night. Martha P., Martha P., good night. James B., thank you and good night. Faye, uh, thank you and good night. Is that Ahab, the wife, Faye? Uh, Katria, thank you and good night. KW, thank you and good night. Nadine. Thank you and good night. Uh, Mary Catherine, thank you and good night. Wesley, thank you and good night. Uh, 
Kathleen with a C, thank you and good night. Chevy, the Chevster, thank you and good night. Patrick M, thank you and a good night. Uh, Kristen H, thank you and good night. Ted S, thank you and good night. Debbie M, thank you and good night. Good night, Caitlin C. Good night, Mr. Jan. Uh, good night, AJ. Good night, Marcy. Good night, Catherine B. Good night, Emily. Uh, and on uh, PayPal, our PayPal donors, I want to thank Kimberly C, Sherilyn S, Kelly S, thank you, and good night. Good night, uh, Sherilyn. Good night, Kimberly. Good night, Melissa P, thank you, and good night. Good night, Marie H, thank you, and good night. Kristen H, thank you, and good night. Desiree, thank you, and good night. Uh, Anako, thank you, and good night. Audrey T, thank you, and good night. And Todd C, thank you and good night. I, I want to thank our iTunes reviews. I want to thank Argie from Australia. Or, uh, G, uh, uh, no, there's no R in there, I think. Sorry, my eyes aren't perfect. Argie. Uh, the only thing that's worked for Argie, or Arge, Argie. I guess it's Argie. It's a lot of G, A, a lot of G's, Y. Uh, but thank you. Sorry about screwing that up. Uh, just got to thank you so much for your struggle with insomnia. Podcast is the only thing that helps. Perfect balance of amusing distraction. Not too stimulating. Recommended it to all the friends. Thank you. And then we got Raylan55, I believe. And that's actually the name of my dad's favorite uh, store in Syracuse, New York. Raylan's. It works. Uh, five stars. 100% effective. Slightly addicting. Uh, Raylan's been using it for two months. Supposed to sleep in 10 minutes and back to sleep when they wake up. Uh, and they only recently learned they probably never heard a, a whole show. So it works. Thank you. Uh, happy Informer. Happy Former Insomniac. Happy Informer Insomniac. That's what I almost changed. Thank you, Scooter. Not sure how it works, but it does. Usually sleep before the stories are. The stories start. Humor is wonderfully quirky. Yeah, Scooter's got a gift. Oh, thank you. Mickey, you're my gift. And Bernie the Butterfly, thank you for the assist. You're welcome. How about this one from LMQ1315 from the UK? Uh, this works. Another, it works one. And it's from the UK, though. They've tried various meditation relaxing apps that didn't do the job. Uh, but this works without fail. It's a revelation. Thank you, LMQ. LMQ, I got to say thank you. Uh, best app ever. That's from Jacqueline185. Uh, seriously, the best app to fall asleep to. Never made it through an episode. I'm donating to keep us in business. Thanks, Jacqueline. Uh, Estelle Marie says uh, it's ambient for your ears. The podcast is... Uh, Consistently got me to sleep apart from Ambien, off of Ambien. And it's better to be addicted to the podcast than a pill. Get in bed, put on the headphones, and listen to Scoots. It's a lousy, snoozy talent. I like that. I got to hit a read again. Thank you, Estelle Marie. Over on Twitter, I want to thank Susan and Jonathan, Katie C. Hopefully the podcast works for you. King Tor, welcome. Thank you. I'm glad we have to your world. Toasty Toes, thank you. Tiny Mountain of Stone, thank you and good night. Uh, Finn, thanks for the recommend. And hopefully Mountain uh, Dew. Oh, Mountain Dew. It took me a while. Uh, uh, 
finds the podcast too. Alex, thank you. Uh, Bo Lee, thank you. Noel, thank you and good night. Lie to lie, thank you and good night. Calm, thank you. Stay calm, calm. Kathy, thanks for checking in about Infinite Jest. Still loving it so much. Oh, man, really. And Emily, uh, yeah. I'm like, well, this is just going to be what I'm doing for the next year every night. It's great. Uh, Babs, be like Babs. Thank you so much. Nadine, thank you. Sally Ann, hopefully we can help Nadine because of your wonderful support. <coughs> uh, so thanks for recommending that. Sammy H, thank you. And stay off your phone. Ann L, thanks for that suggestion. Uh, thank you. The Sophie, thank you for the laughs. Very nice. Thanks. Uh, Mary Beth, thank you and good night. Rachel, thank you and good night. Benji, thanks again for alerting me of that. Lori S, as always, thank you. Mike D, thanks for being such a silly, funny guy. Good night. Steffers, good night. Uh, Sarah the Lark, good night. Sarah B Blue, good night. Thank you. Uh, Amanda, the actor, thank you and good night. And good night to Nocturne Podcast. Hanan, uh, thank you and good night. Uh, Rainia, thank you and good night. Ra Ra Rainia. Uh, Nick Van Corfin, I'm three. Thank you as always. Uh, Drew M, thank you and good night. Uh, cranky Humanist, thank you and good night. Nigel, thank you and good night. Good night, Kate B. Good night, David W. Uh, Nicole W., thank you and good night. Uh, Nugget Illusionoid Podcast, thank you and good night. Uh, Jane B., thank you. JMO, thank you and good night. Stephanie B., thank you and good night. Tara Sugar, Tara Sugar, thank you and good night. To Dahlia, thank you and good night. S. Willow, thank you and good night. Amanda, thank you. Eli, thank you and good night. Good night, December. Uh, good night, Summer. Good night, Vesna. Good night. Good night, Jen C. Melanie P. Laura, good night. Allie, good night. Chevy, good night again. Uh, DKH, thank you and good night. Uh, Aaron W, thank you and good night. Kelly S, thank you and good night. Sarah A, thank you and good night. Ryan C, thank you and good night. Uh, Paul, thank you for that email, checking in with that stuff, thank you. Uh, Dr. Kim, thank you for checking in on me. It'll be interesting to dig into that. Uh, JL, thank you for a little secret plan. Alexandra, thank you and good night. Cat W, thank you and good night. Uh, Brenda uh, F, thank you and good night. Uh, Mary, thank you and good night. Diddy A, thank you and good night. Uh, thank you, thank you and good night.